Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> What's up? Oh, you know. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Wait, you, you there, audience member. I didn't even see you there. Oh my God. How are you? I, I'm Nathan, by the way. I'm Meg. Yeah, it's my sister. It's so nice to meet you. Um, you want to listen to us talk for like a little over an hour? <laughs> About a movie? About a movie. Um, hi, guys. So what's up? Um, Megan, it's been, what, three days since we did this last? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we've recorded three episodes in the course of three days. Two of them were on one day, and then one is now. Oh, shit. I forgot we recorded twice on Sunday. Yeah, we literally did, like, a back-to-back session. Like, we recorded the Halloween episode, and then we stopped for, like, about 45 minutes. And then we came back, did Devil, and then... Here we are three days later. That was Sunday. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday's typical recording night. But And if you're wondering why Devil was littler, littler, less than an hour, it's because we had just recorded an hour and a half episode right before. That. Yeah, it was so fucking long. Oh, my God. But, you know, now we're back to hopefully doing things at their scheduled time. But knowing the both of us, it probably won't stay like this for too long. Yeah, um, I actually have to talk to you about next week already. <laughs> great. Wonderful. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Whatever. It's no skin off your guys' back. So only ours, but it's fine. Um, so Megan, any, any, uh, any general life stuff you want to talk about before we get into the movie? Um, quick reminder that you're listening to You're Gonna Die, Bitch. Oh, yeah. In case that's... anyone got lost and ended up here. They're so confused. They're like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? I was just trying to listen to the Smiths, and now this is playing. <laughs> did you see my tweet reply to you about that? Yeah, I did. I forgot to like it. <laughs> but anyway, what she's referring to, I'm going to say what I tweeted, because I think it was a funny tweet. I tweeted, um, hi, everyone. I regret to inform you I've been listening to the Smiths. Uh, which is true. I've been listening to them like a lot lately. And like, why have I never like really gotten into them? All their music is really good. I agree. Like I knew a few songs, obviously, because I was obsessed with Perks of Being a Wallflower. Um, <laughs> but I like just started listening to all of their stuff. Like I listened to the Spotify playlist, like This Is The Smiths. I've oh, been listening to I it. I love like, those Spotify playlists. I know. That it's always the best stuff. But yeah. I've been listening to that playlist like nonstop the past few days at work. And I've been more productive than I've ever been. So maybe I just need to keep listening to The Smiths at work. I've been listening to Hosier Radio lately. Okay. Okay. And it, it's quality. Good. It's love like Hosier, that. Boy Genius. Oh. Uh, yeah, oh. it's it's a big it's good. Boy I would genius, I would highly I recommend you. it. Um, I've been calling it my moody bitch playlist. <laughs> so uh, life things, though, not a lot. Yesterday was Halloween. Yeah. Um, that's kind of all I got. Um, I guess I can say I found out today that I got this uh, part time contractual job that I've been really excited about and I got it. So that's exciting. Yes. Um, So I'm pretty excited about that. And this weekend I'm going to Dollywood, which I'm also very excited about. And this weekend I get to hang out with her son and I'm really excited about that. Yes. 
Um, I also get to see Nathan tomorrow. But yeah, I just re- <laughs> remembered like 20 minutes ago that the, I am going to see you tomorrow. And I was like, oh, shit. I know. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Yep. So. Are you not ready gonna to ask go? Me, are you not going to ask me if I have any fun life stuff? Do you have any fun life stuff? Um, not really. Okay, <laughs> I would have asked you if I thought you had some. <laughs> um, well, guys, actually, so you know how Megan just got a part-time job. I just found out that I probably didn't get a theater directing job <laughs> that I interviewed for. So that's because if you don't know me in real life, I'm, uh, I'm in theater, girl. So... Yeah. Uh, which is one of the more embarrassing parts of my personality. Other than that, I think I'm, other than that, I think I'm pretty cool. But <laughs> I am a theater kid, which is really unfortunate. But you know, on to the next one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we can jump into the movie now because honestly, I was thinking about it. This is probably the most prepared I've been for like an episode of this podcast in a while. Really? Because like I did, I did the background today, and I did it all. I did all of it like before we even got on the call, which never happens. Um, like typically, we'll start the call, and then I'm like, "Hey, give me like 30 minutes." <laughs> I'm like Can doing confirm. the background right now, but I like did it all. I like w- literally was just copy and pasting one quote once we started the call. I just watched the movie earlier today. I feel like it's pretty fresh in my mind. Like I'm feeling ready to go. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I am feeling somewhat ready to go. (laughs) Okay. You know, it's fine. I did find a pretty good synopsis on this one. So basically, let me give you guys a peek behind the curtain. I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. And I think you're going to agree with me. I think the hardest part about doing this podcast is finding an adequate synopsis to recap the movie based off of, you know, because there are so like, it's near impossible to find a movie that doesn't have a synopsis. But it's also near impossible to find a movie that has a detailed synopsis the way that we like to do it. Um, every now and then we'll strike gold like I did for this one. Thank fucking God. But uh, every now and then you'll strike gold if you know what websites to look at. But the amount of times I had to like watch the movie and then like rewatch it to like type up a, a good enough synopsis. Because oh. some of these synopsises, if we use them, like the episode would be 30 minutes long. Deadass. And it would leave out, like, important stuff that, like, we actually want to talk about. Yeah, because I feel like even some of the synopsises that we've used in past episodes have left out, like, a lot. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, I feel pretty good about this one. And I'm hoping that it's fresh enough in both of our minds that if something's not there, we'll be like, oh, well, wait, also this happened, you know? Yeah. Agreed. Cool. Um, Oh, shit. Wait, what? Oh, no, I'm looking at December. Sorry, I'm looking at my calendar because I'm texting a babysitter and I just panicked because I thought I was looking at November and it was December. (laughs) (laughs) Slave. Um, Um. (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) Do you have anything else before we hop into the bake round? Nah, uh, I think I'm good. Also, if you hear any child noises, it's because my kid is just vibing in his crib instead of going to bed. Oh, my baby. I'm so excited to see him tomorrow. (laughs) Um, Oh, Milo and I were accidentally the same thing for Halloween, which is crazy. You were. Well, we actually weren't. He was like a normal cowboy and I was Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain. But (laughs) uh, it's like the same vein. Yeah. Whatever. Was he supposed to be Woody or was it just a cowboy costume? Just a cowboy costume. Okay, because it kind of looked a lot like Woody. 
Yeah, I didn't intentionally do that. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, I didn't actually buy anything for that costume. It was just stuff that we already had. Oh, really? Yeah. Love that. I, I for my costume, I only bought the hat. Other than that, because I was going to recognize that jacket. Yeah, originally, for all the gay people out there that know who this is, I was going to be Orville Peck, and I had the mask, like, I had the mask and everything, and then I put on the outfit, and I had the mask on, and I was like, wait, I look like Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain, and then I took off the mask, and I was like, oh, I really look like Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain, (laughs) and then I was like, you know what, Uh, fuck it, I'll be Jake Gyllenhaal from Brokeback Mountain, Um, but yeah, so that's what happened. Also, I have to commend you stellar photo to use to hide your son's face on Instagram. Thanks. That photo was so unintentional too. Like I was actually trying to get him a picture of him with the hat on, but he kept taking it off. But then when I got that, I was like, oh no, this is grand. That's modeling. Like it was giving model. Yeah. And he and I are both kind of like doing similar poses. Like it I looks know. like he's doing what I was doing. I love it. It makes I me know. happy. He's my, he's my little dude. We're, uh, <laughs> we're twinsies. Okay, anyway, let's talk about Five Nights at Freddy's, shall we? I guess. Shut up. (laughs) Sound more excited. Say it again with more excitement. Yes, let's talk about FNAF. FNAF Nights at FNAF. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Um, So we are doing Five Nights at Freddy's. This is our most recent movie that we've done. It is. Like, at the time of recording, this came out like four days ago. No. Yep. No, it, that's not right. Five, six days ago. I don't know. I don't know how to do math. Less than a week ago. Less than a week ago. Yeah, less than a week ago, which is crazy. It'll be two weeks when you guys hear it because we like to record ahead of schedule. But uh, yeah, this is the newest movie we've done. But anyway, so that being said, Five Nights at Freddy's was released on October 27, 2023. So literally last week. Uh, <laughs> it's based on a popular video game that was released in 2014 that like is a huge cult classic. Um, it got really famous in the YouTube community because a lot of people record themselves playing it, post it, and get like millions of views. The game itself, I was telling Megan about this, it has like a shit ton of lore and like a huge fucking fan base. And I, I really did consider writing all of it out or like talking about it or trying to delve into it. But I never played this game and I don't really know much about it. And I just feel like if I tried to do that, I would get some shit wrong and people would maybe be pissed off. So I didn't do that. But if you want to look up the Five Nights at Freddy's lore, go do that. I know something called the Bite of 87. It's like a huge thing that everyone likes to talk about. Uh, But other than that, don't know really anything about it. So go look up the lore if you want to. Can I soapbox real quick? Yeah. This is not a children's game. And if you let your child play this, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, I feel like people think that it's a kid's game and let their kids play this. And as someone who works with kids that are not great, (laughs) don't (laughs) let your kids watch this. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it's so inappropriate. It's definitely for teenagers and up. Like, well, because the game itself is a horror game. Exactly. The game itself is absolutely scarier than this movie was like i'll say that right now oh no i've played it i know because i found out about this game when i was working in columbus and one of my kids that i was working with was telling me about it and i remember thinking at the time like why the fuck are you playing this (laughs) and so i got online to kind of try it out and yeah i don't i don't mess with it and (laughs) children shouldn't either (laughs) 
<laughs> I personally, I've tried to play it before. I personally just find it boring. Like, really, all you're doing is closing doors. Yeah. And, like, conserving electricity. I don't really, I'm not a fan. But, you know, whatever. So, it was written by uh, Scott Cawthon, Seth Cuddeback, and Emma Tammy. Um, I'm pretty sure Scott and Seth are, like, behind the original game. Um, and then it was directed by Emma Tammy. So shout out female director. We love those. Um, and then it stars, oh, this cast. <laughs> so it stars Josh Hutcherson, who is my baby daddy. Um, Elizabeth Lale, who was back from you. Uh, and then she's also was in something else. that I She don't was in know. Once Upon a Time. Oh, she was in Once Upon a Time. Oh, yeah, she was uh, she Anna. Anna. Yeah. yeah, and then she also was in the Gossip Girl reboot, if anybody watched that. Um, and then the other, like, most famous person in, like, a semi-lead role is Matthew Lillard, who, of course, we on this podcast love for Scream. Uh, but he's also Shaggy in the live-action Scooby-Doo movies. And what else is he in? He was in Without a Paddle. Which he was is in Without a Paddle. He was in the show Good Girls. Yeah. Uh, which is a great show. He's in a lot of stuff. Th- these three are the most, like, famous people in the movie. And then other than that, it's just randoms and then like a little girl hold on um mary stewart masterson is in this movie who is that that's the woman who plays aunt jane she's a she's kind of a big deal um she was in fried green tomatoes if anyone has ever seen fried green tomatoes she played like one of the lead people she was itchy she was in the original stepford wives she was original did they remake it um is the nicole kidman one a remake yes whoa i know that's crazy she was in benny and june like she she like really was more popular in like the 90s like early 90s i was gonna say i was like as a gen zer like nothing is really making me be like oh yeah you know that is fair that's fair um but mary stewart masterson is she's good She's the good. name definitely does sound familiar after you said it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the cast. Mary Stuart Masterson, too. Her. <laughs> those four are the slayers of the movie. And then a little girl with a bob. Um, <laughs> and then so our, uh, it had a bidget. Bidget. <gasps> Hello? Bidget. <laughs> <laughs> it had a budget, God, of $20 million. And then the opening weekend box office, so like literally a few days ago, was 142.4 million worldwide and it's still in theaters and on streaming so like it's still raking in money yeah but that was just opening weekend it's like i said huge fucking fan base like all the people are flooding to see it a lot of them are disappointed i know that um like hardcore fans either love it or hate it from what i've seen and what i've heard from like people that i know uh, so the critic score on Rotten Tomatoes is <laughs> not great. It is a 28%, which is not great. And then on IMDb, it has a 5.6, which is pretty standard middle of the road for IMDb. Um, so to be honest with you, I couldn't really find a quote that was like overwhelmingly positive about the movie. Most of them were just like, meh, it was okay. So I'm like, here's one of those. Uh, This is the, like, general critic consensus that is used on Rotten Tomatoes. 
It says, loaded with Easter eggs, Five Nights at Freddy's may be fun to watch for fans of the game, but most viewers of any other persuasion will find this adaption muddled and decidedly unscary. That's, like, not the quote I meant to use. <laughs> so, oh, okay. The quote that I meant to use was nicer than that, but I already closed out of the tab. So you get that. Um, and then here's the negative, like, that overwhelmingly negative one. So Mark Kennedy of the Associated Press said, Caught between PG and R, as well as lost at the crossroads of inadvertent comedy and horror, the PG-13 Five Nights at Freddy's has to go down as one of the poorest films in any genre this year. <laughs> Jesus. I know. I love how, like, fucking pissed <laughs> off some of these people get. I know. Like, why are you so, like, pissed? <laughs> like, about the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's movie. I don't know. Some people just need things to be mad about. Sometimes I am some people, but yeah, not that's about valid. Movies. <laughs> that's valid. Um. So before we get into it, um, what are your general thoughts about this movie? This was a movie that Absolutely. I watched. Yeah, of course. <laughs> that had a cast. Yes, it really did. <laughs> Don't talk shit about Josh Hutcherson. I'll literally kill you. I'm not going to. Okay. Um, it. I don't. I just. I don't. I don't care about it. Like it. It does not stand out to me for any reason. It does not. There's. I have nothing to say about it. It. It was a movie. Like. Okay. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> what um, about you? I will support Josh Hutcherson in anything he does. I thought he did a great job in this movie. Um. I thought I thought the cast was pretty strong. Uh, the story did have me a little confused. Yeah, at times. Um, but like, I didn't, I didn't like dislike it. You know, it it was it was fun to watch. If you're looking for a movie to watch, that's like you don't really have to pay attention that much, and like you just like kind of want to be like, oh wow, things are happening on my screen. This is a good movie for that. Um. Yeah, I will say I wrote about this in my notes, but I kind of want to um, elaborate on it now rather than during notes roulette. Uh, this movie would have benefited from an R rating. I think yes. the PG thirteen rating really shot it in the foot. You I know, agree. Um, just because it didn't. Fe- I feel like if it had more like violence and like blood in it it would seem more horror but because it lacked that it wasn't really giving horror like at all i think part like of the there re- was a few jump scares that were like "Ooh, that was scary but like i don't know there was like also moments where it was like i was like wait is this supposed to be like a comedy like yeah like the whole fort building thing i was like yes. what is happening I think they tried to make it almost like appealable to kids too much because they know the audience of the game. Yeah. I feel like it has to be like for 12 year olds. Yeah. And because of that, that's why they got stuck with the PG 13 rating because I think they were trying to get the numbers and the audience that would come with it being based on like being five nights at Freddy's without really going into the fact that it should be a horror movie. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. I agree with that. And to get those numbers, they had to keep it within the realm of kids being able to see it. Yeah, 
that makes sense. But I don't know. I just thought it would it would have benefited from being more of an R-rated slasher than I what agree. it what it is. It would have been such a good slasher. Like Oh yeah. Oh, I would have loved it. Well, because the thing is, a lot of people died in this movie. It's just that, like, we didn't really see it, you know? Like, I mean, I think, well, should I say, I won't won't give anything away, but I'm going to say something that happens, but I'm not going to say who it happens to. I think the most graphic thing that happens in this movie is that person. No, I was going to say that person getting cut in half. And, like, you really don't even see most of it. Like, Wait, you kind of see the what? shadow of it. We'll get there in the movie, but somebody got cut in half. Okay. I don't remember it. I believe you. I just, that's why this movie did not, nothing. Make an impression. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, no. Okay. Well, do you want to jump into the recap or do you have anything else to say? Nope. I got nothing. All right. Well, then you take it away. All right. So, as we start the movie, there is a security guard who is very scared and he is like running. He's like scared. Something is chasing him and he is trying to unscrew the cover to a vent, like to an air duct. And it's very clear that he's like trying to escape from something. So he's like sitting there trying to unscrew this. And he, as he's doing this, the camera pans, we see like a set of monitors, like security monitors and we see that it's like a family entertainment center, very similar to Chuck E. Cheese, <laughs> um, called Freddy Fazbear's Pizzeria. And he gets in the vent. He like goes through the vent. Um, oh, it made me so like nervous, that whole thing. Just the idea of being in an air vent just made me claustrophobic. To be honest, <laughs> I couldn't see anything. It was oh, so God. dark. I had the I watched it with the lights off because I just that's just my habit now. Yeah. And seeing how little room he had in that vent and also mm. knowing that either something was going to be in there with him or like he was gonna be like yanked out of it, it just gave me so much anxiety. Those were the most feelings I had for the entirety of the movie. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway. He gets like captured by something and knocked out. And when he wakes up, he is strapped to a chair and this bear shaped mask with like these really sharp, like gears and springs that are like moving. It's like machinery is like slowly coming towards his face. And he's like trying to get out of the chair and he looks like he's almost going to, and he doesn't, he screams and then the camera cuts. Yeah. Sorry if you could, I mean, Oh, it was a good opener. Yeah, it was. It, I love when a horror movie opens with like something like that. Yeah. Like somebody dying. Um, also, what I was going to say, sorry, if you could hear me like moving and wrestling around, I thought I was muted. And I just like got myself into like laying position and was like readjusting the pillows on my bed and my blankets and like my mic. So I and then I saw that I'm not muted. So sorry about that. I don't think I heard it. But... Okay, Slay. Well, but. <laughs> You know, you never know what my fuck-ass mic picks up. Yes. Um, okay, so is it me now? Yes. Okay, so after that little fun opening sequence, we cut to my baby daddy loves Supreme, I would die for him and do anything for him, Josh <laughs> Hutcherson. Uh, he's playing the role of Mike, who is a like kind of like a down-on-his-luck security guard dude who's so hot and sexy and beautiful um 
but he's that and so he works at like a mall and he's like having a little kiki with his like coworker. And they're just talking and then he goes to get some ice cream and he's waiting in line and then he gets up to the line and the girl's like the girl working's like hi mike do you want your usual like giggling kicking her feet because it's josh hutcherson <laughs> and so he's like yeah and she like starts talking to him and then he sees some guy uh pick up a little girl and then like walk away briskly and he's like oh she's getting kidnapped huh and so then he like runs fastly through the mall like fast <laughs> and violently and then he catches up to the dude tackles him into the fucking fountain of the mall and starts just like ruthlessly beating the shit out of him uh for like it's really aggressive and he's just doing it and doing it and wailing on him and then he finally gets pulled off and then we cut to josh no i should call him by his character name we cut to mike <laughs> um sitting in like some sort of waiting room and then his number gets called and then he goes into this little tiny office and there we find matthew lillard who is playing um a career counselor i forget what his name is but uh he's playing a career counselor and he's like well you're you kind of suck dude you're kind of a piece of shit <laughs> and mike's like oh okay Thanks. and he's like he's like no like literally your job history is like embarrassing like you worked at this place for two weeks got fired worked at this place for like a day got fired like what do you do successfully and then mike's like um well and he's like like literally you just got fired from your mall job because you beat the shit out of some dude who was simply carrying his daughter and he's like i thought he was kidnapping her hold and on he's like, i need to say something <laughs> that child was fully a boy i don't know why the synopsis is saying it was a girl that child was fully a male child okay him maybe it's they <laughs> like we don't know but um the child I thought he was kidnapping the child. And then a child. He's like, he's, <laughs> he's like, okay, well, you kind of suck at work and no one's gonna hire you. So I have this job that you could work at. And Mike's like, okay, well, tell me more. And the career counselor Matthew Lillard is like, all right, so basically it's this like Chuck E. Cheese knockoff that got shut down in the 80s, but the owner like won't sell it for some reason because he's a little bitch. But, like, he hires um, one security guard for the night shift every single night to make sure nobody, like, breaks in and vandalizes it or, like, fucks with it or anything. And I think this will be really good for you because you won't have to interact with others because no one likes you and you're a bad person. <laughs> and then Mike is like, um, I don't really want to work nights. And he's like, well, you kind of don't really have much choice, do you? Because no one's going to hire you because you suck. And then he's like, um, I'm probably not <laughs> going to take this job, though. And then he's like, okay, well, here's my number just in case. And then he's like, okay. And then he takes it and he leaves. Are we going to talk about what made him tell Mike about that job? Did you um, plot that? Wait, are you about to get into spoiler territory? It's not a spoiler. I'm saying like this wasn't a spoiler, but it's something that I noticed when I watched it and I didn't know what was going to happen. OK, sure. If you feel like you want to bring it up, then sure. Go ahead. Do you know what I'm going to talk about? No. If I did, I would have said it. <laughs> Hit about like what prompts him to tell him about this job. Just say it. Just say, I don't know what the hell you're talking okay. about. Just say it. He is asking me. He's like, basically, he's like, what do you have to I need to like almost quote him he's like what do you have to offer mister and then he looks down at the paper and sees mike's name 
And then he's like, well, I do have something that I could give you. Okay. Did you notice that? No, but I that does kind of get into spoilery territory. Not really. Okay, well, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. I, I think it does, but go ahead. Okay. Um. Anyway, Mike goes home and he gets there and there's an eviction notice. I didn't think it was an eviction notice. I thought it was a delinquency thing. On I don't know the difference, door. honestly. Um, it did like, say the word delinquency. I remember yeah, that. Delinquency is like pay your shit or we're going to evict you. Oh. Um, and he goes in, says hi to the babysitter who is just fucking sitting on the couch watching QVC, <laughs> which is okay. Um, and her name is Max. And then he sees his little sister, who is the child in this film. With a um, fuck ass bob. Yeah, her bob is. She, you know who you know what her bob looks like? Huh. Um, freaking Mary Elizabeth Winstead in Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> it kind of looks like your bob that you had as a child. You no. had like kind of that identical haircut with the bangs and everything. Oh, maybe. I'm gonna put it on visuals. Okay. Um, <laughs> so that's his little sister Abby, and he's like, hey Abby, and she's drawing. And we very quickly learn that he is raising his little sister. We don't know why, but he's raising his little sister. And she just likes to draw and, like, not talk to people. So clearly (laughs) being antisocial runs in their family. Yeah. And that night, he is going to bed. He has a fucking Nebraska poster poster on his ceiling. Um, I'm sorry. I can never think about Nebraska without laughing. Why? (laughs) Because our parents used to threaten us with the state of Nebraska. I do not remember that. But have you heard the story? No. Bitch, seriously? No. Okay, so there was a a news story when, I don't even remember when this was, but Emma was born. So you had to have been like mm, seven or eight. And there was this news story about how the state of Nebraska had never really updated their safe haven law. So and people had realized that. So people were dropping off like full ass like teenagers at hospitals and fire stations. Shit. And being like, here you go. (laughs) Um, And so they were talking about how Nebraska had to like update that. And somehow and this was never like a serious threat. Like they were always joking. But somehow for like six months, mom and dad, like every time we pissed them off or something, said that they were going to take us to Nebraska. (laughs) 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 And and implied that they were just going to leave us in the state of Nebraska. (laughs) And then dad made all these jokes about how like we would get adopted by some farmer named Bubba. And we would... (laughs) We would have to like work in the cornfield. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know no why I remember of this. this so much. <laughs> well, I mean, what? You, if I was like seven or eight, you had to have been like 14. Yeah. Yeah. So it just, so now every time I hear about the state of Nebraska, that's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, Mike is going to sleep under a poster for the, Nebraska and he's listening to a cassette tape of nature sounds. Also, does this movie occur in the 90s? Um, I don't think so. Because there are a lot of like, 
He's like listening to a cassette tape. There are no cell phones. Oh, I guess I didn't really notice that. Show VCRs every now and then. Maybe. I don't know. I guess there's not really like a standard timeline. Okay. Um, so Mike goes to sleep. He's dreaming and he is dreaming in his dream. He's with his mom and dad and his younger brother named Garrett. And they're like camping. And Mike's mom is like talking to him and his little brother's playing with this toy airplane. And Mike's mom is like, Hey, go watch your brother. And Mike turns around and like starts looking for his brother and long story short, sees his brother get put into a car and driven away by a stranger. Um, and Mike in his dream starts out as a kid, but then you can tell that like in his dream, he is now like his current self and he, he just can't do anything about the fact that his brother's being abducted. So that was really fucking sad. (laughs) And, um, then he wakes up the next day and he is at a meeting, I think at Abby's school with his aunt Jane, who is Mary Stuart Masterson, and the funniest man in this entire movie, her <laughs> That's lawyer, true. Doug, <laughs> who is like very clearly terrified of her, and it, it's a very unhealthy working relationship. <laughs> <laughs> so Jane is trying to get custody of Abby, and she's basically like, My nephew's a piece of fucking shit. He shouldn't be taking care of her. Like, I watched that and just tried to imagine one of our aunts or uncles like saying the shit that she said about him about us. <laughs> and it was just funny. Um, and the woman is like, No, you know, he is like super important to her. He's at the center of all the pictures she draws because Mike starts to be like, Maybe she's right. And he's like, no, or the woman that they're working with is like, no, like, but you need to get a fucking job because you, if you want to keep her, you need to get a job. So Mike's like, fuck, gotta work nights. And he calls Matthew Lillard and he's like, all right, I'll take your night job. So that night he leaves Abby with Max, the babysitter who likes the home shopping network. Um, And he goes to Freddy's. He gets in the building and then like while so Matthew Lillard is like telling him like stuff about the building and like this is what it is this is what you have to do blah 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 and he goes in there he finds a cassette or a VCR like a VHS tape and it says Mike on it and it shows that it's like four new security guards and it shows that Freddy's is like it's basically Chuck E. Cheese. We are essentially talking about Chuck E. Cheese, including it has those fucking animatronics that sing and dance and are creepy as hell. <laughs> and the video is like, this is them, blah, blah, blah. But then when it shows them, the tape like fucks up. So you don't actually see what they look like. So then he like goes to open his locker and there's like a small like statue that scares the shit out of him. And that's like a fun little jump scare. And then this dude is at work and he just falls asleep and starts dreaming of his brother's abduction again. But this time after he turns around, after he sees the car drive away, there's four kids there who are wearing like one is wearing like bunny ears. Um, One has like a hook for a hand. Um, Is there one of them's wearing a hat, right? I think so. And then the other one's like blonde. Yeah, and then there's the blonde child. (laughs) And Mike is like, who the fuck are you? 
and the kids all run the fuck away from him. And then Mike wakes up and is like, hmm, that was weird. And then he goes home. Yes. And after that, it cuts to some diner and the bitch ass aunt is meeting with people. And it's fucking Max, the fucking bitch who was babysitting and watching She's QVC. She's so fucking shady for this. Yeah. And she was watching QVC, the babysitter. It's her and her fuck ass ugly brother. And um, it's Jane, the aunt, the lawyer, and then those two. And then so basically in this scene, we find out that Jane hired Max to be like Mike's little babysitter to like go through all his shit, look for like proof of him being like a bad caretaker or like him doing illegal shit or him doing some fucked up shit so that she could get the um, custody of Abby basically just because this bitch wants the check from the government that comes with Abby. And then Max is like, honestly, like not really didn't find anything. He kind of just like sleeps a lot. (laughs) And then Jane's like, that's not fucking helpful, bitch. Like, fuck you. And then the brother's like, so give us our money. And then she's like, I'm not giving you shit. You didn't do anything productive. And then Max is like, well, wait, like, okay. He was basically like saying that, like, he really needs this job to go well. So that way, like, the court can see, like, that he has this job and that, like, he can provide. And then the brother's like, well, how about we rob them? And so we get him fired so he doesn't have a job. And then the aunt's like, okay, yes, true. Well, no, first he's like, we should kill him. And then the yeah. lawyer's like, I already <laughs> need to leave. And then Jane won't let him leave. And then she's like, we're not going to kill him. Shut up. And he's like, okay. And then that's when he says the thing about robbing him. She's like, mm, TBH could work. And he's like, okay, give us $2,000. And she's like, no, 1000 And then he's like, okay. Um, so they make that little plan. And then, so that night, Mike returns to Freddy's and he brings his Nebraska poster and his tape so that he can fall asleep and have that little dream. And so he falls asleep, gets that dream again of Garrett's abduction, and then he meets all the strange fucking kids again and they start running away, but Mike catches one of them. He's like, hey, what the fuck (laughs) is this? Like, who are you, bitch? And then the kid, like, won't say shit and then he slices the shit out of his fucking arm with a pirate hook and then mike wakes up and like has the wound on him like it was a real slice and then so he hears like knocking then he looks at the security cameras and it's a female police and then so he goes and he opens the door and the police bitch who is back from you her name's vanessa she's like hi i'm vanessa and i'm a police officer and he's like okay hi and then so she like comes inside with him and is like yeah i know a lot about this place i used to come here as a kid and like it was the happiest place on earth and she's like oh also you're cut the fuck up on your arm and then he's (laughs) like oh word and then so then she's like don't worry i know where the first aid kit is because i know everything about this place i love it so much and then so she takes him to the first aid kit and like as she's bandaging him she's giving him some lore she's like so basically Listen to this. Freddy's was like super popular and they got shut down after like some kids went missing there in the 80s. And so it's been shut ever since. And she's like, come with me to this entertainment room. I'll turn on the power. Then she turns on the power and then all the animatronics like power up and they dance in and having fun. And so these are all of the characters that are the animatronics. So we have 
a bear who is the titular Freddy Fazbear. <laughs> and then we have a little chicken, which kind of looks more like a chick, like a chick because it's yellow. Her name is Chica. And then we have a purple bunny whose name is Bonnie. And then we have a fox pirate who looks strung out. And his name is Foxy. And then there's a tiny little cupcake whose name is, as you would guess, Mr. Cupcake. <laughs> so the animatronics are like singing and dancing. And then the like power goes back out. And so like they're about to leave because the night's over at this point. And Vanessa's like, yeah, no security guard has ever lasted in the job. And then like throughout the night, she kept being like, oh, yeah, this is one of the reasons you're going to quit. And he'd be like, huh? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, you will. And then he's like, um, okay, whatever. And then at the end of the night, she's like, yeah, no one lasts here. Peace out, yo. I'll see you later. I can't stand her. Her behavior <laughs> throughout this movie infuriates me. She's weird. I have a note about it, but like. She spends her entire night shift just running around playing in this abandoned right. building. Like, okay. Um, like this, Elizabeth Lale only knows how to play like annoying bitches. Cause like back in you was like the worst character ever. And so was Anna in Once Upon a Time. That makes sense, I guess. <laughs> so they leave and then Max and her fuck ass brother and two of the weirdest looking men I've ever seen in no, my life. Literally, they looked weird as shit. I was like, Break go away. They, the brother is like, steal any expensive shit and otherwise just cause chaos. So they're like fucking shit up and trying to find stuff that looks expensive. And then the robots awaken they're animatronics but i refer to them as robots throughout this um, i do too oh my god really yeah and they start leaving the stage and then the creepiest looking of the creeps finds chica and mr cupcake and is like the fuck is this and then these fuckers come alive and mr cupcake is just ch -ch -ch chattering like he wants to bite your fucking face off and chica's like yeah buddy go get him and that's exactly what mr cupcake does he eats his face off the other dude the friend um bonnie finds finds him and like is being a creepy creep for a little bit before she finally kills him and she like smashes his head and it's yucky then mr cupcake and foxy the strung out fox catch jeff who is max's brother after a fun little like chase scene and do we do we see his death i know um, we see his body later but do we see his death i don't remember gbh to okay i don't think we do um then we go back to max she sees a kid run through and so she follows the kid and she's like what are you doing child like why are you here whatever and she gets into this like side room and there's freddie fazbear and she's like where are you to the kid and then a kid's voice comes from inside the fucking bear and it's like i'm in here and this woman fucking walks up to this creepy ass animatronic bear and then shocker of all shockers Freddie comes to life and her ass now I remember yeah. gets bitten in half. It's just like now half of you is gone. <laughs> so Max is dead. Everybody's dead. 
The next day, Mike's chilling at home with Abby, and then suddenly Vanessa the cop is knocking on his door. She's like, oh, Mac- or Mike didn't tell me he had a daughter. And the little girl's like, ew. <laughs> she says, she's like, gross. <laughs> yeah. And Mike's like, um, that's my sister. And then she's like, oh, he didn't tell me he had a sister either. I'm like, bitch, when would he have told you that? Yeah, uh, the, the whole time she's walking – was, you're gonna I quit. love this place. All like all their fucking conversation when she was like, "I love this place so much. I know everything about it. I love it here." You're gonna quit this job. <laughs> yeah, like, literally, that's all it was. And she's like, "You didn't even tell me you had a sister. Like, where was their time in the day, bitch?" Right. So then she's like, "So guess what, Mike? Fucking Freddy's got broken into, and you left the doors unlocked." And hands him a bottle of pills that she found that were sleeping pills. And she's like, why the fuck are you taking these? And why do you even have them? And Mike's like, can we take a walk? And just leaves his little sister at home by herself. And he and Vanessa end up by this small body Wait, of Wait, yeah, he does. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, because we know Max isn't there because she got chomped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they go over and he's like, so here's the deal. He's like... My brother got abducted and I like couldn't find the person who um, I couldn't like identify the person who took him and my mom died and my dad couldn't deal with it. And so that's why I'm taking care of Abby. And he's like, but it's he basically is blaming himself for Garrett's abduction. And he's like, so did you know that there's a theory that everything you see ever gets recorded in your brain? And because he believes in this, he has been forcing himself to dream about the abduction in the hopes that during this dream, he will remember something that will help them find the guy who took his brother. And so he's like, I, and she's like, oh, is that why you have the weird ass poster and the tape? And he's like, yep, that's it. Um, And he's like, but my dreams have never been like as intense and vivid as they are as when I'm at Freddy's. Yes. And then basically she's like, well, I got to go. And he's like, okay, true. Uh, And then later on, he about to go to work and Max is not coming around. Wonder why that could be. Hmm. Um, And so like she won't answer. And he's like, the fuck? Like, what do I fucking do? And then so something we know about Abby is she likes to play dress up as a security guard. And so he's like, she was always like, I'm gonna come to work with you. And he's like, nah. And then today he like kind of looks at her and she knows what's up. She's about to come to work. And then, so he brings her to work and then he like makes her like a little small pillow for with like a bed. And he's like, now go the fuck to bed, bitch. And she's like, oh, okay. And so she does. And then he gets like all this cleaning shit and starts to like walk around, start cleaning. Like he barely like does anything. And then he sees like this little statue with like wide ass eyes and it's scary. And then he's like, ah, but then it's fine. Uh, And then he goes to the office and he's like, okay, time to sleep. And try to remember my brother's abductor. And so as he's about to sleep, Abby wakes the fuck up. And she's like, let me just walk. And so then she starts to walk around the pizzeria while he's like about to fall asleep. And then he does fall asleep. And so he's in his dreams again. He meets with the fuck ass randoms again. And he's like, hey, children, do you guys like, are you guys the kids that were like abducted in the 80s, Loki? And they're like, Loki, yeah, we are. And then he's like, well, who did it? And then they, like, disappear, and then there's a drawing of a rabbit in the dirt. And he's like, word, word, word. And then Mike (laughs) wakes up, and he hears Abby screaming, and he's like, oh, shit, fuck. And so then he runs to find her, like, 
all the animatronics are like circled around her and he like runs up to them to help her. But then they're not like attacking her. They're tickling her. And she's like, he, he, ha, ha. She's giggling. And like, clearly they're all besties now. And that is not what that scream was. No, not at all. And so then she's like hugging them and all. And she's like, hey, these are my friends as fuck. And then he's like, oh, what? And she's like, yeah. And so then all the animatronics are like being real living people. And then they're like, oh. And so later the next day they're at home and Mike's like, so. Hey, those (laughs) were alive. And she's like, yeah. And he's like, are your like friends um like and then she's like, ghosts? Yeah, duh, bitch. Like, how else do you think they're fucking moving? And he's like, oh, okay. And he's like, well, can't like I notice that like these drawings are like the ghosts too. Like, are they the same people? And she's like, Yeah, low-key. And he's like, okay, let me bring out this picture of our little fucking brother that got abducted and killed before you were even born. Why did you draw this? How do you know about this? Did the little children tell you about this? And she's like, yeah, TBH. And he's like, word, can you ask them if they like know who did it? Because I've been trying to ask them and they won't answer me. And she's like, yeah, maybe. And then he's like, okay, cool. And so the next <laughs> night. That was they such back- an, accurate, or like, an accurate depiction <laughs> of that conversation. Because <laughs> it was literally so chill and low key. Yeah. But um, the next day or the next night, I guess, they are going back to work. And they're like. Really? Shut they the walk, girl. Do you hear my cat? No, but you could have muted yourself to say that. Sorry. <laughs> well, now my dog barking, so thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, where was I? Tbh. Uh, okay. They get there that night, and then Vanessa's just in there, and they're like, um, okay. And then Mike's like, okay, so clearly you knew about this, like that these bitches are alive, and she's like, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, okay, well, fuck off. Fuck you. But then they forgive each other like really fast. And then they like start to hang out and have fun. And then Abby's like, me and my friends want to pl- freaking build a fort. And they're like, okay, true. <laughs> and then there's like a weird little montage of them like building a fort. And then this is the moment in which I was like, okay, is this like now a fun family friendly comedy? Like I'm confused. Same. But so they do that. And then eventually Mike and Vanessa are like, uh, they're leaving. Vanessa's in the parking lot. And she's like, oh, wait, no, that's not, it's not yet. Anyway, they're talking and she's like, Loki, like, why the fuck are you bringing Abby here? And he's like, I don't have a babysitter. Like, she just had to come with me. And she's like, okay, it's dangerous here. Look at this. And so she takes Mike to some fucking room. And then there's like the animals, like shells and like electronic skeletons, like inside the shells. And he like goes to touch one. And she's like, "Mm, no, no, don't do that. And she, and he's like, why? And she's like, these shits are dangerous. Watch. And then she grabs a broomstick and like touches what he was about to touch. And it fucking clamps around the broomstick and like wrecks it. And she's like, yeah, so like, don't do that, to be honest. <laughs> and she's like, if like that got put on a person, like it would literally like crush their rib cage and like fucking kill the fuck out of them. And they're like, okay. And then later on, they're like leaving. They're in the parking lot. It's daytime now. And they're like talking. And she's like, they start fighting. And she's like, Look, dude, I don't give a fuck about what you get up to in your spare time. But if you ever bring your little sister here again, I'm dead ass going to shoot you. And then she's like, um, he's like, hello. And she's like, yeah, dead ass. And then she leaves. And then he gets in the car and Abby's like, she looked mad at you. And he was like, yeah. And she's like, why does everyone always mad? Like, why does everyone look at you like that? And then he's like, um, okay. 
Yeah, her whole I will shoot you moment was I know. I was like, oh, also sorry if you could hear my dogs barking while I said that. I just muted myself and screamed the loudest I've ever scrumped. Scrumped. Um, Yeah, because it was so just I will shoot you. (laughs) Yeah, it was like real. She's like, I'll shoot you. Yeah. And and then he's like, oh, okay. Okay. So then – Mike's like, okay, I'm not leaving this job, though, but I'm also like, I don't want Abby to get hurt here. So he, <laughs> why does the synopsis say Joan? Her name is Jane. Joan? New name just dropped. <laughs> so he calls Jane, the evil auntie, and he's like, hey, but we don't know it's Jane until she gets there because we just see him ominously call someone and no one even says hello. And he's like, it's me. <laughs> oh. So, <laughs> Um, Jane babysits Abby. Abby misunderstands and thinks that, um, Mike is giving her to Jane, like giving up custody, but he tries to tell her that's not true, but she gets mad, like locks herself in her room. So then Mike goes to work. He dreams and the blonde creepiest kid well, is like, fine, I'll talk to you. He's like, yeah, we also, yes, we're the kids that like got abducted. Now we're ghosts and we possess the animatronics. And he's like, let me make you a fucking deal, Mike. He's like, I will let you have all these happy dreams where everybody's still alive. And all you have to do is let me take your sister. <laughs> and for her, for him to like <laughs> leave her with them. And Mike is like looking around. He's in his dream with like his mom, his dad. Um, Abby doesn't exist yet. <laughs> <laughs> but the little so brother I guess there, he's like, though. Fuck her, yeah. But and he has the little brother, and everybody's happy. And then his mom, his dream mom, like says something really shitty to him. Um, and at first he's like, you know what? He's like, yeah, I deal. And then all of a sudden he's like, wait, fuck no, no deal. Like you can't have my sister. The kids start attacking him, and when he wakes up. See, like, this part irritated me because it definitely led you to believe, like, you saw Foxy approaching him and yeah. thought that you did something. And then he, like, blacked out. Then, so, like, while this is happening, <laughs> we, go, we go back to where Abby and Jane are. Somebody, um, Jane is, like, trying to get Abby to come out. She won't. She's like, okay, fine, whatever. I'm going to fix myself a drink and watch some whatever. And then somebody is at the door and Freddie fucking Fazbear just, you know, showed up to the apartment and fucks up Jane. And we say Abby drawing in her room and she hears like a thump, which is Jane. And she opens the door and she's like, the fuck? And she's like, Freddie, what are you doing here? I'm not going to question why an animatronic is in my house. And she's like, he he asks her to come with him to well no because then it turns into the the kid kid. yeah because he's like he's not duh it's me the kid yeah so (laughs) he turns into the kid and the kid's like come back to freddy's with me she's like how the fuck we gonna get there and then there's a fucking hilarious scene this was the other thing it's a taxi not like a an uber a lyft or like i think this movie took place in the 90s but anyway they get into so first the little girl gets in the taxi and I'm like okay is this taxi driver just gonna like drive these two small children by themselves and at first he's like all right little girl where do you want to go like fully speaking to this child like he's going to drive her wherever she wants to go 
And then the door opens and something very gigantic gets into his car and he like screams and cause it's fucking Freddie in the taxi. And it's just a funny moment. So and apparently that's a cameo by some YouTuber. That's big. That was big for five nights at Freddy's. I had never seen that person in my life, but I'm happy me either. It. Me either. But I, <laughs> afterward I did because I knew there were a bunch of YouTuber cameos and afterward I looked it up and he, he was one of them. Well, I'm happy for him because if he YouTubes about this and then he gets to be in the movie, that's really fucking cool. Yeah. The um, other the other one that was like the only other on screen like had lines one was the um was the uh waiter in the diner where he like wouldn't stop talking and she was like, oh. Are you like getting fucking paid by the word? Like shut up, go away. I would have guessed it was the ice cream girl at the beginning. Who's the who had ice cream? Oh right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I just remembered her now um so anyway funny taxi driver scene then we go back to mike he wakes up he's strapped to the same chair that the security guard from the beginning was strapped in and the mask the same like geary grindy machinery mask is coming towards him but he actually manages to get out of the chair and then vanessa mysteriously appears and is like hey i'm here i saw that you were super injured and i fixed you and he she's like oh by the way like the ghosts are here because this guy killed these kids and then he created freddy's he like warned animatronic to abduct and kill kids and that's who killed the kids and i think your brother was one of the victims and when the police were investigating he hid some of the kids bodies in the animatronic suits. She's like, they searched this whole place from top to bottom, but they didn't think to look in the one place they should have, which was in the animatronics. So then later he found out that the kids ghosts were possessing the animatronics and he like corrupted them and basically like made them think that they were friends. And Mike is like, okay, you need to help me save my sister then because what the fuck And she's like, I can't help you. Like, I will be of no use to you in this. I'm going to tell you all the shit, but I'm not actually going to tell you anything. And I'm not going to help you. And she's like, but I think I have a way that you can fuck some shit up. And she's like, also, they can get fucked up with electricity. So here's my taser. (laughs) Uh, Did did it leave out the the fact that, like, he's dead ass her dad? We don't know that yet. Yes, we do. She said it in this scene, and that's why she said, I, I can't come because I won't ha- I won't be any oh, help. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, so yeah. yes. The, the, the synopsis left it out, but he's yeah. her dad. She knows all this shit because he's her dad. There was a few times throughout the movie where, like, she was like, oh, yeah, I, like, here's this. And he's like, why do you know that? Yes. Like, I know you, like, love this place, but why the fuck do you know literally everything? And yeah. she's like, well, it's my dad, TBH. And so now we know it's her dad. Uh, and then, so, but also, actually, what annoys me is, like, Foxy approached him and, quote, unquote, knocked him out. Why wouldn't he kill him? Exactly. Like, I don't get that. And then she's exactly. like, I found you. That's one of the <laughs> like, things that okay. pissed me off about this movie. Yeah, I just don't get why Foxy didn't kill him, but whatever. Uh, so, anyway, uh, after that little, basically a shit ton of dramatic exposition, uh mike sneaks into oh my gosh my dogs are going insane and it's gonna make me lose my fucking mind um mike is goes thanks (laughs) i'm a songwriter um mike goes to freddy's he has all of his electronic gear and he sees chica taking abby to a room he's like fuck and so he climbs in through like some fucking like great like air pipe thing 
vent. That's the word. I couldn't think of the word vent, but he climbs <laughs> in through a vent. And then he's like watching them. And then he like sneaks out because like the electronics just came on and they're performing. And then out of nowhere, like Freddie hears him and like turns around. But Mike like ducks and hides really fast. So Freddie doesn't fucking see shit. And then he goes back to performing. And so then he sees he follows Chica and Mr. Cupcake taking Abby into like some gross like animatronic because they're trying to turn her into one. And he's like Chica's trying to put her in there and Abby's starting to get scared because Chica's being like weird and creepy. And she's like, no, stop. What's going on? And then Mike rolls up, fucking tasers the fuck out of Chica. And Abby like gets out of the suit before she gets like died. And then she's like, I don't know why Chica was being scary. And then Mike's like, probably because he's a fucking like demon um, child evil. And so then they hug and Mike's like, I would never, ever give you up. And then the cupcake tries to attack. And then he's like, <laughs> nope. And then he freaking late, uh, freaking tasers it. Oh, and also before he came and did this, he stopped Freddy and like the bunny, I think. From like ever even attacking because he spilled a bunch of water on to the stage they were performing on and then tasered it. So they got electrocuted and couldn't do shit. And so, sorry, I had to burp. They're about to leave. And then the fucking yellow bunny appears and Abby's like, ah, and then she's like running around and the foxy is chasing her. And then she like hides behind some pinball thing. And then like it turns on, makes noise. He starts coming towards her and then she hides in the ball pit. And then... It, like she's about to like get got by him and then it gets electrocuted and we're like well who did that because mike is with the yellow bunny and then it's fucking vanessa bitch and she's like i came to help even though i said i couldn't but now i'm here helping and then so she did that she saved her and then the yellow bunny is like being menacing towards mike and he's like i'm gonna get you i'm gonna kill you and then take your sister blah and then he's like no you freaking won't do that and then he tases him and it does deadass nothing because he's like, ha ha ha, I'm a real bitch, not a freaking one of those. And he's like, fuck. And so then he like something happens to where he takes off his head and we find out it's the career counselor, Matthew Lillard, because why would Matthew Lillard be in this movie only to play a career counselor for one scene? Uh, <laughs> but it's him and he's like. I changed my identity after this place was closed and I killed those children and I killed your fucking brother, bitch. And then Mike's like, grr. And Vanessa's like, dad, stop. And he's like, you had one job. That was to like, make sure he doesn't find out anything. And if he does find out anything, kill him. And she's like, well, that's two jobs, bitch. <laughs> and he's like, damn. Okay. And then, so then they're fighting and she's like, holding her police gun at him and then she's like he's like you're not gonna shoot me and then gets cut off by her shooting him and then he's like damn bitch and she's like yeah so squit and then he walks up and stabs the shit out of her and then we're like oh damn bitch got stabbed and then he's like trying to get him and then he being William Afton <laughs> and him being Mike. <laughs> and then like Abby's the only one free. Like he's like fucking Mike up. And Mike's like, Abby, remember they like drawings. You have to tell them what actually happened and that he's not who they remember him being. And Abby's like, right, right. And then, well, actually, uh, Vanessa hasn't been stabbed yet because at one point he's choking the shit out of Vanessa. And then it cuts to Abby just drawing. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I was yeah, like, okay, right. good. And then Vanessa gets stabbed, and then Abby goes and hangs a picture on the because on the wall there was a picture of the yellow bunny being happy with all the children. They love him. 
she rips that shit down and puts up the picture of him killing them <laughs> and then all the animatronics are like oh fuck no we're gonna kill this bitch and then mike's like yeah bitch they remember and they're coming to get you bitch and he's <laughs> like no and then so they all know it's him now and they all start to attack him and then they like make the freaking lock mechanism in his suit turn on. And one by one, all the little things are crushing his ribs, impaling him. Yeah. He's dying and he's like bleeding. He falls to the floor and he's like, I always come back. And then he puts on his animatronic head and then they drag him to the back rooms. And then Mike and Abby are like, come on, guys, let's get out of here. And so then they pick up Vanessa, who, like, is now alive and is walking with them. And they get out of Freddy's. So then we see that it's, like, been, like, two weeks or something. And Abby is eating. She, like, wants pizza and spaghetti for dinner. Um, At the beginning of the movie, she didn't like to eat. So they're clearly having a great time. Like, they're bonding and shit. And Mike's like, do you care if we stop by the hospital? Oh, and her teacher's like, she's doing so much better. Like, she, I don't know what, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. And he's like, mm, killing animatronic psychos. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so they stop by the hospital. They visit Vanessa. She's in a coma. Um, Even though she walked out of there with them. Yes. She's now in a coma. Yep. She's suddenly in a coma. Um, then they get home and Abby's like, I'm sad because now my ghost friends don't have anybody. Like nobody is paying a security guard to be there, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, can we like visit them again? And Mike like says something ambiguous and he's like, you never know what will happen or some something like that. And then it flashes back to Freddy's and William's still fucking alive. He's just in the bunny suit. And, but then little blonde boy closes the door on him. That's true. So who's to say? Yeah. And then there, did you watch the mid credit scene? I did, but I forget what happened in it. Um, The taxi driver in the, it, I oh, kind of yeah, didn't yeah, yeah. get it. I didn't get it. I feel like maybe it was like an Easter egg for like the people who played this Because it was game. a different animatronic. Well, it, it wasn't even that. It was like literally a tiny little figure, a tiny little figurine. Oh, is it the same one that was in the movie like three other times? Yeah, the one with the wide eyes. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Anyway, me either. But like it's him, the taxi driver. He shuts his thing to say like not in service. And then someone knocks on the window. He's like, nah, bro, I'm sleeping. You can't come in here. And then the door like opens and closes and he gets up and looks and it's that little figurine. And he like screams, I guess. But Well, FNAF people educate us. Tell us what, yeah. we're, what we're missing here. Also, did you hear the fucking Five Nights at Freddy's song in the credits? Uh, I did not. Is that the one that went viral on TikTok? Probably, but like the <laughs> lyrics, the lyrics were such a stretch. Like they were the weirdest lyrics ever and they didn't rhyme. So whoever was singing it was singing it in a weird fucking way to try and make it sound like it rhymed. Oh. Like, hold on. Um, I need to look at this. Five Nights at Freddy's lyrics. Because there was one fuck-ass lyric. We're ta- oh, it was like, we've been all alone, stuck in our little zone since 1987. And I was like, okay, <laughs> Savone. <laughs> like, it was, it was weird. Oh, it was like, is this where you want to be? I just don't get eat. Why do you want to stay? And I was like, why are you pronouncing it like this to make things rhyme? Why didn't you just write lyrics that rhyme? Oh, that's how I feel. I'm thinking of a different song, apparently called Stay Calm. 
Oh, that one. I hear. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um, yes. So favorite death. Um, I liked when the bitch got cut in half because she deserved that for being a snake. I agree, but I liked Williams better. Even though, well, I don't know. Can we call it a death? It would be a cool as fuck death if he's actually dead. See, that was literally the part that made me write in my notes. This movie would benefit from an R rating yeah. because that should have, he should have had like blood gushing out of his mouth. Like, yes. you know, cause yeah. I mean like his ribs, lungs and chest are like being stabbed and they're now collapsing. You'd right. be spitting up some blood. Right. Like, sorry, but yeah, I don't know, but that's mine. Yours is William. Yeah. Okay, mine is the um, if it wasn't William though, I would pick um the guy who got his face eaten. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. Um, and then no, and then what's your rating <laughs> of this movie? Um, I'm gonna give it a two point five out of five. Two point five. I'll give it the same, honestly. Yeah. Um, do you feel like elaborating? No, I feel like we've made it clear. Yeah, it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you go first for notes roulette. Okay. Um, don't crawl in there, sir. So you had to unscrew one vent, but can just easily kick out another one. Fake. <laughs> um, True. Listen, little girl, fuck your friend. Cause she had imaginary friends at the beginning. Uh, what happened to the parents? I need to know. This man's hair is vile. Talking about Max's brother. Shit. Why that kid have a hook? True. Uh, Why did he? And it didn't explain. <laughs> I know. Oh, the cupcake is eating him. I love that the largest man has such a high-pitched scream. Um, is this man in therapy? Because he should be. Oh, the landline. That was the other thing. The landline. Uh, maybe don't promise ghosts that you'll give them anything they want. True. Shouldn't she be out doing cop things? No, exactly. Him, what the fuck? <laughs> um oh i don't remember what i said this about but it was i put ooh a nice acapella moment huh <laughs> but i don't remember what that was in relation there to. was singing like a few times okay maybe it was that um lmao that poor taxi driver bitch how did you try to warn him like really <laughs> no she didn't like, she was like i tried, to, I tried, to, tried warn to warn you in my own way i was right. like um no you didn't uh, oh one thing i noticed i don't know <laughs> i don't know what this little girl was screaming at the end of the movie when she was supposedly saying mike but that was not the name mike i don't know what sound was coming out of her <laughs> mouth but it was not the name mike I didn't catch it. I don't know what you're talking about. I need you to watch it. Okay. Um, oh, big point. Whose ghost is the cupcake? Oh, yeah. Who who was in there? <laughs> I need to know. Who got um, hit in the cupcake? <laughs> then I put, so she, the cop, just never turned her dad in or? <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, and then, <laughs> so, then I said the little roar that Freddie does or growl or whatever the fuck it was. <laughs> I said that someone should superimpose that roar onto a Jurassic World trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then my final note is, um, bro, shouldn't he be sleeping normally now? Why does he still look like shit? About said. <laughs> hey, leave my man, my man, my man alone. 
So, okay. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Okay. Here's mine. Uh, is it just me or is it too dark? I can't see shit. <laughs> um, oh, God. Someone's singing a jazzy bass line. Uh, this is all caps. Josh Hutcherson is my man and my man only. The rest of you guys can choke. I have been a Jay Hutch lover since Bridge to Terabithia, and he has True. been my man, my man, my man ever since. So the rest of you guys, oh wait, so the rest of you cunts can wait in fucking line, because this movie caused a really big Josh Hutcherson resurgence, and I need everyone to know I'm number one, and they're behind me. Uh, um, so what even happened that made him chase and attack that man? True. And, like, because it was barely the kid. The dude just picked up his kid. Um, can you? And your what? phone, be quiet. <laughs> Was I making other noises with it? It happened once before, and I didn't oh. say anything about it. But that's the second time, so turn that volume off. I'm sorry. Um, this was Matthew Lillard's scene. I said, hi, Matthew, with a bunch of hearts. Um, oh, damn, he kind of gagged that imaginary friend with, at least I'm real. Because he, <laughs> something true. happened and she was like, my friend says you're an idiot. And he's like, okay, well, at least I'm real. I liked that <laughs> like that part. He gagged her. Um, oh, shit, his brother got took? That's fucked up. Uh, the aunt calling the little girl mentally ill for doing little I girl know. things. <laughs> um, I wonder if this place's pizza is good or not. Nah. Uh, who the fuck are these fuck-ass random children? Josh, please stop hallucinating, baby. Uh, who is this random bitch that's always at his house? I was talking about Max. because hey, And like, I was wondering the whole time, I'm like, does he pay her? Does no. she come over just because he has the shopping network? Like, how does this work? <laughs> well, because eventually he's like, you know, I'm going to pay you eventually, right? And she was like, whatever, it's fine. Oh, but I it's because she was getting paid by the aunt. Yeah. Um, oh, and then it cut to the scene with her at the like diner. And I said, oh, so it's his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, okay, she kind of ate that waiter up with the, are you being paid by the word? Um, and I said, OMG, so she's not his cousin. She's a paid informant. Oh my fucking God, cunt. Um, $2,000 is such a fucking lowball offer. And then she went even lower and they just accepted it. Uh, this little girl is serving fuck ass Bob. Yep. Um, OMG, Beck from you is a cop. Alternative title, A Cab includes Beck. <laughs> um, OMG, so the dream slice was a real slice. <laughs> Why does the fox look strung out? These robots about to fuck their asses up. Uh, they made the ugly bitch be the getaway driver. <laughs> uh, we're about to get a blood splatter on the window. Watch. Bloody handprint. I was close enough. Yep. Oh no, the jazzy bass line is back. Uh, I would love if we stopped cutting away anytime a death scene is about to happen. And I still stand by that. Um... <laughs> If a random little boy in an abandoned building said, follow me, I'd say, go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, little Bobiana needs to cut her brother some slack. <laughs> True. I almost just wrote something so disgustingly horny about Josh Hutcherson, but then I stopped myself. Who clapped? <laughs> Good for um, you. Your sister seems cool, says the police officer about a six-year-old. <laughs> 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 um i too bring my little sister to my office and then make her go to sleep <laughs> in a homemade fort yeah um i don't even know what this is about but i just said in all caps oh shit um okay why is she friends with him 
okay, so there's ghosts now. So is this a feel-good family comedy about ghost children? The police <laughs> bitch spends her night shifts running around at playing in an abandoned building. She needs to be fired, I fear. Um, <laughs> oh, my, oh, damn. Bobiana really said, everyone hates you, by the way. <laughs> um, I hope the ghost children robot animals eat the old bitch. Uh, yeah. Stop slicing up my man. I thought that said stop slicing up my mom. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, how the fuck Freddy get in the house? Okay, good. They killed the bitch cunt. Uh, I'm suspicious of Beck TBH. Okay, yeah, I was right to be. Because that was after she revealed that it was her dad. Um, of course it's her dad. I knew this bitch was sketchy. I knew. <laughs> I know that old ass ball pit has hella asbestos in it. Oh, I loved that scene, though. I meant to say that. that was it was really good, but those balls look too fresh. There would be I dead agree. things in there. Um, it's got to be Matthew Lillard in that suit. He's too famous to only have played the career counselor. Yep. And then I was right. Uh, Matthew Lillard choking his daughter and Bobiana is over here drawing pictures. <laughs> uh, how did she walk out of there with them? But now she's in a coma. And then this movie would have benefited from an R rating. As yeah. I've said, like nine times. That was my last note. I 1000% agree. Yeah, it would have been so much better if it could be like a full-blown slasher. Oh, shit. I pick the movie next week, don't I? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> Do you need time? I can yeah, talk. Yeah, talk for a minute. So basically, guys, Josh Hutcherson is my man, my man, my man. Um, Don't ever even try to fight me for him. He will choose me in the end. Speaking of Josh Hutcherson, did you know he is now fluent in Spanish because his girlfriend is from Spain and speaks Spanish. So he learned Spanish for her. Love that. If your man is not learning your native tongue for you, leave him. If he's not doing something that shows you he loves you the way Josh Hutcherson did that, leave him. Men suck. You don't need them. Be a lesbian or be straight. You don't need men. Thank you. Did you did you find a movie? Um, I have an idea. Okay. Do you need me to talk more? Uh yes. Okay. Um, so I've been rewatching Pretty Little Liars lately. I think everyone should get into that. Um, it's so bad, but also good. And honestly, I will say, I think it gets a lot of shit that it doesn't deserve. People are always like, what happened with this plotline and this plotline and this plotline and this plotline? More of them get wrapped up than you remember. Okay. So try rewatching it. Give it a, give it a chance. I think it is so fun to watch. I love watching it. I'm about to finish it probably either tonight or tomorrow. And I'm kind of sad about it. Um, and then after that, I'm going to be moving on to The Boys, which I've heard is really good and I'm excited oh, to, to watch. watch and then after The Boys, I'm going to watch The Boys spinoff Gen V or Gen 5. I can't tell. Um, but yeah, so that's what my TV life is looking like right now. Um, nice. If you have any other TV recommendations, let me know. Comment them on the Instagram or like DM them or something because I'm always in need of a TV show. Okay. Do you have a movie now? I do. Okay. Are we going to do the guest thing? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think about right now. I could do. There are two things that I could do. And I don't know which of them is. One of them is like a really. Okay, I'm just going to do the other one. Binoculars. Disturbia. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) I'm excited. This is going to be good. Me too. Oh my God. The number one thing I remember about Disturbia is the fucking ringtone. That's like, ah, me so horny. (laughs) Okay. So my other word that I was going to do was quizás. I don't. Oh, is that what something that the friend says? Yeah. 
<laughs> because they're in Spanish and quizás means perhaps in Spanish. And he has to do like this presentation. So he keeps saying quizás because it sounds like quizás and everybody's laughing because they're in high school. Oh, I would not have guessed it in a million years. Well, then I'm glad I went with the that. word I did. Yeah. I mean, binoculars is so easy. That just screams disturbia to me. I if mean, it wasn't disturbia, I would have been gagged. I would have been gagged if it wasn't disturbia and the hint it, was binoculars. It could have been rear window, which is what disturbia is based on. Girl, if you put on some old ass fucking movie rear window, I would say no. And I would quit this podcast. <laughs> I almost did do an older movie, but I decided not to. I'm saving it. Okay. So. Well, how about you never do it ever? I think you're going to want me to do this. One. <laughs> how old is it? <laughs> 80s. I don't think I will. Hmm. Okay. I think 80s. Hold on. Maybe 70s. Anyway, um, watch Disturbia because that is what we are going to be. Oh, no. 70s. Um, that's what we're going to be watching next week. And I feel like it didn't get enough hype when it came out. So Agreed. go watch it because it's really good. Agreed. All right. Well, anything else to say? Um, Everyone go comment on the Instagram and say how funny I am. Yep. And tell people about this podcast. Yeah. Nice of you. Yes, yes. Oh, I heard um I heard good things about our scary stories episode. People liked that episode. Oh good. I haven't yeah. heard anything about it, so I'm glad you are. <laughs> yeah. Your friends were like, we fucking hate scary I stories. Know, right? Don't do them again. <laughs> Also, guys, we will have Mariah back for like an actual movie. Maybe soon. At least two that I know off the top of my head. All right. Well, it's been real, friends. It's been Um, fun, friends. Later days. Yeah. Bye. Bye.